All right, welcome to Extra Points with Cousin Sal and Dave Damashek on the Extra Points Podcast Network. What's happening, Dave? We are doing this after the, what is this, the debut or this is the return or the reboot of the NBA. Exciting, they gave us two games after four and a half months. They're like, you know what, just take two games. That's how we're going to start. We're going to ease you in. I've never been baptized or born again or anything like that, but I may as well have been tonight. (laughs) You know, as we record here late at night, we just watched two actual sporting events. And if you think that's good news, I got better news for you. Way more games on the way all weekend long. I couldn't. It is very exciting. I couldn't be happier. I could be a little happy, a little more comfortable because I took the big night. I took it upon myself. The wife and kids are out of town. For a night. So I was Ooh. like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to put the Mets on first mistake. And then I'm going to watch these two basketball games. And we're going to write some things down. We're going to talk about it. And I'm going to order a deep dish pizza from a good place around the corner and six chicken wings. Ooh. And I got to tell you, I'm not feeling I may have to tag uh, Hill producer Jim Cunningham in uh, at, at <laughs> moments notice here. Jim, you ready to go? If I if I always heal over here in the chair. OK, good. <laughs> I'm assuming you're. I'm assuming you're pantsless, right? You're, and in fact, I don't always, even mean undergarments. Always. You're Winnie the Pooh. No, right no, now. shorts from the waist down, right? Oh, are we talking? Are we talking about Jim or me? No, I have shorts on. Well, bo- both oh. are you? Oh, okay, oh, yeah. all right. I all have right. shorts. Um, here's the thing: Lakers, Clippers. We just watched that final score, 103-101. Lakers on top. Uh, they were laying four and a half points. The over under was two twenty. Obviously, they didn't cover. The game went under. LBJ. 16, 11, and 7, 6 for 19 from the floor. Not a great game, but I felt like there was more intensity in this game. The Lakers had a little low in the third quarter, little low, big low uh, until the end. But there was intent. Yeah, these had the same LeBron arguing fouls on every call. It was good, right? It was good to be back. It seemed a little like playoff basketball. I didn't check the final stats. There were a ton of turnovers in both games. I know 40 in the Pelicans game. It was probably close to that in this one. What do you think about intensity wise? Did it feel like real basketball to you? Oh, it definitely did, and uh, where the Lakers were concerned, and without uh, Montrez Harrell, I'm bummed. I, I have to issue an apology right out of the gate. I wanted to earn the trust of the audience right right early on here, mm-hmm. Sal, and uh, that's why I, I encouraged everybody to take the Lakers minus the four and a half and uh, um, came up just short there, but I thought I was going to get it because they caught fire uh, from behind the arc there. Yeah. To, I mean, it really was quite a shootout, but the first half story, what really jumped out was the how, how the Lakers were just banging the the clips around, and that's their chief rival in the West. So I thought that was impressive, at least for the uh, first 24 minutes. Of the yeah, and the I thought Lakers. they'd make more of a statement. I thought they'd finish that off. I think LeBron would be like, you know what? This is it. I'm doing this for Kobe. I'm doing this for the 10-part documentary that people won't shut up about, and we're going to win here. And guess what? You're not going to think you have a chance in eight weeks from now when we meet up again, but didn't go like that. I think it was like 36-24. They had a nice lead. The Clippers fought their way back. They're good. These guys all played good minutes. Kawhi, George missed at the buzzer. Kawhi at 28. I think he was 7 for 16. But, um, you know, back and forth game. It looked, though, it looked and felt. I like the noise. I like the background noise. They got that good. For, remember, they're like they were going to delay these broadcasts a half hour because they were worried the players were going to swear. No, you don't need to do that. The noise, the background is fine. What do you think of the fans, the virtual fans? Um, I, you know, I, I think that sounds fine. That has been far less of a factor plus or minus for mm-hmm. me. It really is. Yeah. I don't think they're all figuring it out. And you watch, uh, MLB, it's not one size fits all like it will be, 
um, with these NBA games. And I've noticed early on, shout out to the San Diego Padres, because mm. I think they and the San Francisco Giants. I think those two um, have so far done the best about creating that steady din that uh, of crowd noise and reacting at the appropriate times and everything. But I thought for for these uh, two NBA games, um, I thought it was great. And, and And I guess the main thing I want out of it is for it not to be a negative distraction. And it was not. And uh, by the way, just one last thing on Kawhi, um, a.k.a. um, the NBA's Mike Trout, Mm. um, the most boring superstar ever um, in the NBA. (laughs) But Mike, but my goodness, I mean, you know, in the in the third period, I thought it's just going to be more of the same. They're just going to bang this team around. And uh, and and instead, Kawhi really turned it on and reminded me what we've been. He kind of does. Right. Yeah. He just he he just gets serious. And then all of a sudden it's a two, three point game. But actually, he's not the NBA's Mike Trout because Mike Trout is not playing. So I don't know what we want to think about that, but we'll talk. We'll discuss that later. Um, But anyway, a good game. I will say the fans, it's good. I understand they're real fans, the virtual fans. It looks at time. You hate that. I'm going to complain here. The first level is fine. I think when you get to the real fans in the second level, it's a little cartoonish, a little video game-ish, which is weird to say because they're real people, but I feel like it's cheap. I wish they could make that more realistic, just a tiny bit. It looks like, and not even 2K. It looks like in television, like 1985. Just, I don't know. Maybe it's too late to do anything about it. Who cares, right? I, I, Yes, it is a minor concern for me, and um, it is ironic that the real ones. Mm-hmm. Um, well, talk uh, talk about irony. Who scored the first basket? And yeah, the return to to the NBA here. Uh, our pal Rudy Gobert. Mm-hmm. But um, but second level irony. Yeah, the people that are real look faker than the fake people do. And also, I think it's owed to the fact that even the the people that are closer to the court, their heads are two times the size of normal human yeah. beings. You know, like it doesn't as I, like which I take as a personal affront because some of us suffer from a syndrome. I do. Ben Roethlisberger, Ted Kennedy did. It's all the Travolta (laughs) syndrome. The first 15 pounds for some human beings goes right into the head and we get this giant watermelon sized head. And uh, so I I feel like I'm being mocked when I say that. Otherwise, well, and I loved it. And you know who else did gangbusters work? Ian Eagle and Kevin. Yeah, they're Harlan. good. Shout out to those guys. Those guys are they're they're both great at uh, football and uh, yeah. basketball, and and uh, both were in good form there and made it feel familiar, right? Yeah. After so long. Let's away. get to that first game you you touched on, Jazz Pelicans. By the way, the as far as the NBA title go, odds go, um, Lakers still front runners at plus two fifty, plus two seventy five. You'll find the Bucks around the same, and the Clippers. I saw it drop just a little bit, but you're not going to let one game sway it too much. Certainly not a two-point game. Jazz Pelicans. New Orleans was favored by three. The over-under was 228.5. Final 106-104. Jazz, this is another game where the Pelicans were up by a lot. Zion was back. Thank you for showing up for basically what's the Zion Invitational, right? They, They really created these eight games so that Zion can make the playoffs, much to John Morant's, uh, dismay he spoke up about it but um he looked a little beefy i'll say did you see him he looked a had a little cecil fielder look to him i couldn't I, it's funny i couldn't get a good read on because i, I because you said mm-hmm. but but before we got on here that you thought that he looked beefy yeah. i didn't know maybe he be like beefed up i mean i you're saying that as a negative you say he fat far be it for me I, I just stuffed my fat face with four slices of uh mushroom and sausage deep dish pizza <laughs> and chased the, it with four talk chicken about wings. irony i know but anyway my <laughs> my bigger point was going to be 15 minutes 13 points scored 
they're very careful with them. Plus or minus, I know you're a hockey guy, Dave. Plus or minus doesn't seem to matter as much as NBA. And you probably won't hear this as amongst the top five stats. Minus 16, which led the team in the negative uh, department. But again, they don't put them in in the last two minutes, just like pre-pandemic. They can't save two minutes for them at the end. And those ended up being two important minutes. The Pelicans lost. And now I guess they're four games out of uh, the eighth seed. Well, and, and, you know, like we've been talking about all week, these are critical games for the Pelicans. The, the NBA has bent over backwards too much um, in the opinions of other young superstars. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's very strange that that would happen mm. with, with really, I mean, they can't, you know, I, I don't, uh, mathematically, I'm, I'm not sure, but, you know, they, they only have a handful of games and, and given uh, one away like yeah. that or not even having what is presumably your best player out on the floor in clutch time was very strange from uh, Alvin G. Why do they do that? I know why they did it ahead of time that like the team doctor said no. And then, um, and then they sit them. That's what, that's what was going on like in February. And now they're doing it again. Like, uh, I don't know why bring them back in the first place. If, if that's what you're going to do. I right. Exactly. Right. Yeah. I don't know what, what went on in the last five months that, mm -hmm. uh, that requires the exact same treatment there, but, um, yeah, very strange. And I mean, the good news is I, you know, I know where we're, we're going to talk about Morant, um, and his comments, but it, I mean, is that really a terrible consolation? The, the only thing that makes me feel like, all right, uh, Morant and everybody else, and including you, Sal, you said like, well, they're the, the NBA clearly wants to see yeah. uh, Zion um, in the playoffs, but Morant as the consolation prize is a pretty good one. Yeah, sure. As long as he wins Rookie of the Year and there's no shenanigans with what people are talking about, 19 games played for Zion, people think that's enough. Some people think that's enough to uh, overtake what uh, John Morant has done. Yes. The, the other thing I was thinking the other day, we f couldn't, figure out what happens to the eight seed. Do they have to win two out of three or do they have to win one out of three? <laughs> it was so obvious. It doesn't make sense. How unfair would that be if the ninth seed just had to win two out of three against the eight seed? Like, no, the eight, the ninth seed has to win two in a row. All right. That, that makes sense, right? The eight seed can screw up a little bit. Um, so John Morant has a little advantage that uh, you mentioned Gobert scores the first point. Also, the last points, Donovan Mitchell to Gobert, kind of like an alley-oop. He gets fouled. He sinks the two free throws. And I think they're trying to show that they have the Ryan Gosling, Rachel McAdams chemistry. A amen. Event. And, and right. really a message for all of society, right? Look at how they came together in the clutch, mm -hmm. just as our nation must do. You know, though, though they put their differences aside. Um, and Spider and Gobert hooked up and, uh, and and did some nice things there. I also always <laughs> like when these two teams play each other um, because it highlights the uh, the longstanding bizarre fact that um, a team called Jazz plays in the state of Utah, and in the meantime, New Orleans, where they were conceived, is now called the Pelicans. It's very strange and confusing, and more irony for everybody out there too. And this is yeah, as far as matchup name matchup go you don't like a team that doesn't end with an s and pelicans makes no sense to you so but it's sort of festive and silly like the whole uh like the whole bayou is we've had our good times down there before you and me so you know that yeah anything goes anything will fly down there hence a uh a weird looking bird called a pelican that's right all right it makes sense um the jazz need some help scoring they won this game obviously bogdanovich is out they're gonna need to find some scoring i i like them as a long shot but then you watch like the Lakers and Clippers. Like, oh, those are real teams. Ain't that okay. right? They're, that, they're that, it's funny you say haul. that. That is in exactly a, a 
the yeah. feeling. Uh, that's precisely right. You watch these two. Ah, it's nice to see. Oh, this is competitive. You yeah. know what? I find myself engaged here um, in the fourth quarter of an NBA game. Mm-hmm. This is great. Sports, a little normalcy for us. And, oh, yeah. you know what? These teams, pretty interesting. I don't know if I'd want to see the Pelicans. If I were the Lakers, that could be some interesting matchup stuff. The way uh, the, way, uh, the young guys were looking out there, Lonzo Ball making some plays and so on. Um, and then you watch the Lakers and clips. It's very much like uh, watching a Ravens Steelers game and think, I don't know. I, one of these two might be the best in the AFC. And then the late game is the Patriots and they house whoever they're playing. Mm-hmm. You're like, what are we talking about? <laughs> Whichever one is going to be the sacrificial lamb up in Foxborough when it comes time for it in January. Yeah. All right, Dave, you want to talk football. I want to talk football. Let's jump to the NFL top 100. Now, it should be noted, people get angry about this, but the players vote on this list, right? So I don't know. I know people want to say, oh, the these the pencil pushers at NFL Network, they got it wrong. Like, no, 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 no. It's a player's vote. They get this list. And it seems like the big controversy was Lamar Jackson, number one, Mahomes, number four. Is that right? Yeah, that's well, anybody ahead of Mahomes, you know, and, and yeah. of course, everybody had the benefit of five extra weeks. Um, Mm -hmm. to watch Mahomes do what he did in Arrowhead and then um, down in South Beach. And that's why everybody is so offended by this. Of course, if you even would have ended that Super Bowl with with seven minutes to go, nobody would really balk about Lamar Jackson over Patrick Mahomes. Um, That's right. And by the way, I've worked intimately on that show, um, the Top 100 show over the years. And um, it, it... it, for better or worse, it really is the players doing it. The, and you get, you know, depending on the year, 20, 30 percent of uh, the NFL player population voting on that. So it's not completely bogus mm. on how it's done. But um, I mean, it always yields. It, it, I mean, it always does. And in fact, for all the cynics out there who say, um, oh, it's obviously rigged and they're doing stuff with this. There are too many weird things that happen. It's like clearly no one, there's not a producer in there. You know what would be more interesting is if we do it this way. There are many times I've said, who's going to know? You could switch that. That would make more sense. And they're like, no, no, we can't. I mean, Todd Gurley at 51 is crazy, period. In between the the calendar years, 2019 and 2020, that Todd Gurley is the 51st best player in pro football. I mean, that that right there, if you were going to weed out one, um, so that it looked more credible. That would be the name I would think. See, this would, is it. This vote. is, but this is what makes a list great, right? Why couldn't the producer be like, I'm going to do this. I want to make my list stand out here. That's what a list. Otherwise, if you're saying, okay, greatest Robert De Niro movies, uh, Goodfellas, Taxi Driver, uh, Casino. No. All right. That's fine. Everyone's going to have those three or some combination of those three in the top five. You throw a meet the Fockers part four in there. You're like, whoa, I got to look at the rest of this list. Draw attention to your list. Of course, that's the way to do it. I suppose. I, I resent the, uh, the you know, the, the carnival barkers and the novices mm-hmm. stepping on my toes. You know, you know, I, I, I immodestly, um, and I, I hope you'll agree, I'm, I'm one of the great list makers in, uh, of, of the last half century. Sure. And um, these people who are looking for attention, they're just, you know, they're just trying to get in my way too late. You know, right. mine are authentic and, uh, and, and hard to argue with, if, if you can argue at all. So, no, yeah, I, don't think you I, I hear you about that. I mean, the point is, there were some ridiculous ones. Um, yeah. on, I, I, I do think that it is weird because it is, uh, theoretically, at least what there's what the player is supposed to be voting on is um, not just the preceding season and not just the upcoming season, but kind of the combo of the two. 
And I guess it is kind of hard to make a case for Lamar Jackson over Patrick Mahomes or, I mean, Aaron Donald. I mean, who are the two best players in football? Aaron Donald and Patrick Mahomes, right? And yet there were two other human beings ahead of those two names. So that well, right it's, there it's is a, a dumb is thing a because you're comparing, I guess, if you want to break it, that top hundred list out by position and then and then argue th- that way, that's fine. But who's going to say, oh, my God, Michael Thomas is so much better than Aaron Donald. Like, uh, that could be wrong. <laughs> yeah, that could right. be better. What are you going to compare the two? It's ridiculous. But um, that's but always. To, I, yeah. Go ahead. Back to Mahomes, and and I don't think it's that much of a stretch. I really don't. I know he got them all the accolades. He got the big contract. He has a Super Bowl trophy. Um, he's fun. He golfs. We saw him during the pandemic cutting it up. Lamar Jackson also revolutionized the position a little bit, right? Stats we may not see ever again. So, all right. So if one's one and one's four, let's not get too crazy about it, I don't think. Um, ultimately, yes, you're right, but please don't deprive me of my right to argue about foolishness in the world of sports or otherwise. Yeah, I think that's really what it boils down to, but (laughs) it is the larger point, I, I, I guess, is, um, it's fascinating the way these narratives get forged by, like, by literally a couple of plays here and there. I mean, if, um, if Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore offense didn't inexplicably just get shut down by that interior defensive front of the Titans and get uh, and get run over by Derrick Henry and everything. This offseason would have been committed entirely to trying to um, replicate that Ravens offense. Instead, people right. are looking more for the Patrick Mahomeses of the world. I mean, certainly, right? Wouldn't everybody have been all over the New Orleans backup? Everybody, you know, all the all the all the stuff about uh, oh, maybe we could turn this guy into Lamar yeah. Jackson. We would have seen more of that had it succeeded in January. And like I say, you know, Patrick Mahomes comes up short against the 49ers. Mm. I don't think anybody would be out there fighting too hard for, right. uh, for him. Still right a 14 win Lamar Jackson. You can't be like, oh, this guy's a phony. What, what are we I can't at? wait to see. We'll talk about it in the month of August. But I, I am know. I am fat. I loved Lamar Jackson in 2019. I said so all offseason. I said, watch out. He's going to revolutionize the NFL. He, he and that offense are going to stun the league. But for one year, and then in the offseason, oh, wow. they'll catch up. All right. with it, so. Now, let's take a look at this list. I asked you to pick one who you think could jump 20 notches next year and one who you feel could easily fall out of the list altogether or at least 20 or so uh, spots. My big jump, Danell Hunter. Um, he was 57th. It's down to 40th now, I believe, right, on this list. Mm-hmm. 14 and a half sacks each of the last two years. Doesn't seem like he needs to improve on that. I think you keep getting 14 and a half every year and become a force uh, defensively for the Vikings. Maybe we should mention him more than we do J.J. Watt, who's uh, falling down the list. I think this guy could jump 20 spots. What do you feel? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. J.J.'s not even the best Watt in the league anymore. I I mean, legitimately, I don't think uh, there are very many people at, at his best, I think people still would go JJ, but yeah, that's a, that's a great one. There are always those guys who you feel like they break through a little bit because of, um, peer respect. And, and, um, that, that's a great one that, that he at least still gets that respect from his peers. I guess I have 40 as much as that's respect. I, yeah, 
I had, I had several, uh, you know, like Marlon Humphrey is surprising to me because he's already better than Marcus Peters. That feels very fan based kind of logic, mm-hmm. but the players are the ones who did it. But if you watch the Ravens play, Marlon Humphrey is the, the, the is the guy who people are avoiding more than Marcus Peters um, uh, on sure. that Ravens defense. So I thought that was weird. Watch Humphrey jump past Peters this year. Humphrey at 86, uh, Peters at uh, 53 Humphrey this year. Humphrey at 86. Wow. I would I think I would think the wide receivers would have a good handle on this, right? We, we would we would maybe exactly, come to right. a, a better, a more finite, um, uh, you know, list with if the wide receivers are voting on cornerbacks. But yeah, that does seem like a discrepancy. Marcus Peters is uh, we can go from a, a big name free agent to somebody who they could cut in a, in a minute, right? To your earlier point, yeah, that is a great idea. That's what they should do. They should now boil it down. Like receivers are the only ones who get the vote on defensive backs and vice versa. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, this thing about evaluating the greatest tell of a pretentious football fan is the one who's out there. It's like, oh, that offensive lineman. Oh, Zach Martin, man. Love (laughs) love, love." Like, what? how do you know? What do you know about any of it? You know, none of us know. That's why you have to turn to the experts like our pal Jeff Schwartz. Like I, right. I'll listen to him because guys who play on the outside in the NFL don't even know who's a good offensive lineman if you ask them. They're like, I don't, I don't know what goes on down there. Um, but to answer your question five minutes ago, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> Kyler Murray at 90. I already said, I said it a couple nights ago. Yeah. Uh, I got Kyler Murray uh, plus 280 for MVP. I mean, that's behind Carson Wentz, Tom Brady. Um, just barely ahead of Jimmy G plus two, eight, no, 28 to one plus the 28 to one. Right. Is that what you mean to say? Uh, I'm sorry. Tw- uh, plus uh 2,800. I'm sorry. Right, what right, I say right. 280. Okay. I apologize. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, and you made, uh, you scared me. Right. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, the other guy who's going to jump up the list considerably, I think is Dak Prescott, your guy oh. at four at 46. He's, he's three spots behind Jimmy G. Does anybody think that uh, Jimmy G is actually better at football than Dak Prescott? I think Prescott in a big year again for him with all those weapons around him. I think he's he's bound to have a, a big well, numbers year. It's funny. You look at that and you look at Tom Brady is 14. So that's a guy who won two out of three years or something. I don't know. Whatever he's, as, as, as late as 2018, I think he was number one, right? Did he win two years ago? I believe he did. Um, uh, yeah, I no? think so. Yeah. And then yeah. Aaron Donald won last Donald year. So, won yeah, last that year. About right, so yeah. that's what it is. So he do- drops to 14. So he's going to have to drop past Aaron Rodgers And like you said, Deshaun Watson and, um, and then, you know, then we're talking about Jimmy G and Dak Prescott. So that's the leap. They're going to the players themselves. If they actually vote, they're going to have to let go of this Tom Brady character. And I don't know what he'll have to do in Tampa to, uh, achieve that drop but boy it would be nice to root for i'd have a lot of fun um another name i was thinking stefan diggs now we argued with jeff schwartz about josh allen what he could do stefan diggs is a buffalo bill wide receiver this year last year six touchdowns 1100 yards i don't see it with josh allen uh he was 73 diggs last year goes to 54 i think he could drop outside the top 75 again what do you feel i i it, when I saw his name, I considered that based on our little exercise here. Is he going to drop? I don't love, you know, traditionally receivers moving to a new team um, in that first year, but that's changed a little bit. Uh, some of those assumptions have changed over the last few years. Diggs is, I mean, Diggs is awesome. I mean, he drew, hmm. he he consistently, I know people love to have that debate about Diggs v. Thielen up in Minnesota, but just watch the way the defenses treat those two guys. Thielen got fed a ton because of Stephon Diggs. 
Um, and you know, I think that, uh, Josh, I, how effective is Diggs going to be? I guess kind of on the same level as, um, he was in Minnesota because smoke Brown is not, is not jive. He's still a, you know, he's a, he, he had a really good year last year. I, 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 I guess I just have watched that style of quarterback for so long mm-hmm. that I have more confidence in it than, uh, than the likes of you, you, you know, you, yeah. you, you fancied, uh, um, a sir. I don't like game manager, by the way, let's not use that on this show. Oh. Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Drew Brees, Troy Aikman, they're surgeons. They're not, it's condescending to call them game managers. They're just oh. surgeons. I didn't That's say, you, I don't think I said it. I think you said it. You brought it up. I would never, <laughs> never have said it. I guess you're right. Uh, eight, but you, but your, your glory days most recently were uh, watching number eight. You like that, but you know, you also like your guy number nine there with of the course. star on the side of his, he was electric. He was exciting. I like gunslingers. I like player. guys who make off script. You. That's what I like. That's what Josh Allen is. That's why I like the bills to win that division. I think Josh Allen makes a, uh, a nice jump himself. Um, uh, Jim Cunningham, Hill producer, Jim Cunningham. There's been a lot of controversial statements in the last uh, 30 minutes or so. What did, do you agree with Dave that smoke Brown is not jive? Um, you know, I've been thinking about it since he said it, but, uh, no, I I have to disagree. You do disagree. Okay. All right. Well, like you said, this is, uh, (laughs) this is the forum to do so. Right. You have 30 seconds to make your counter argument. Go. Yeah. I have no idea what you're talking about. Well, smoke Brown. So you're saying smoke Brown is jive or somebody else is not jive. If you disagree, which, but which part are you changing? No, he's not jive. I guess Dave's right. Okay. When you put it that way, when you put it that way, (laughs) I don't know. Are we going to get canceled for this? I have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) I hope so. You know what? It's funny. Self canceled. I, I, I wrote it down just in case we had time. What do you think about? I'm not laughing about. I feel bad for the companies who had this, but you can, only one of these two companies can make it, Sal. CPK or Dunkin' Donuts. Both on on this day, bankruptcy issues, closing oh. uh, franchises around the country, so on and so forth. Only one can survive, and you can never have the other one ever again. Which is it? I can only go by which one I frequent more or at all. Sure, and that's, sure. Uh, that's Dunkin' Donuts. Good for you. I think that, that's the right answer. Yeah, have, well, have, yeah. I mean, are you going to CPK a lot? I mean, how much? Yeah. How much you are? Well, because I got the I got the kids. Only because the kids. It. Only because the kids. Yeah, I guess so. Dunkin' Donuts, even though we have them here now on the West Coast, I feel like it's more of a treat going back east. And I'm like, oh, I have to hit a Dunkin' Donuts. Like, well, it's the same thing as what we <laughs> That's have. That's true. Yeah, it is. But sad. Uh, well, one last thing about this, uh, Stefan Diggs. The thing that bummed me out the most is he's 50. What did I say? He's 54. Keenan Allen, 77. I think every bit is effective. When what are you shaking oh. your head? When he's, he's better. No, game? you're right. You're absolutely right. Oh, I mean, right. Keenan Allen is. Okay. Uh, it, it's insane. Keenan Allen. I mean, every receiver and every cornerback has a chip on his shoulder just about, but Keenan Allen seems the most deserved. I feel like out of all the guys in the yeah. league right now, I mean, that, 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 oh yeah. I mean, watch him play week after week after week when he's healthy and which he has been now for a nice little run here. Right. Um, yeah, he's, he's impossible to stop. He is open all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I, I, I'm starting to come around to on, um, on the kid there. I think, I think that they end up, I think the chargers end up having a nice season. Maybe Tyrod Taylor gets three or four games in. Yeah. Um, I'll give you one drop. Just My a, drop is, yeah. is uh Derek Henry. And I love Derek Henry. Yeah. Super funny, super nice guy. Um, even though he was a, a failure in high school, a lot of people praise him. They show <laughs> his high school tape 
yeah. they say, look at all the touchdowns he scored. I asked him once, did you ever get tackled in high school? And he said he had several times. And I said, <laughs> well, then you underachieved. Did, I mean, have you ever stood next to Derrick Henry? Yeah, There's yeah. no way a 16-year-old child should <laughs> ever be able to tackle that guy to the ground. And yet it happened. But yes, 400 carries, which is about what he had last year. There's just very little um, evidence in the Super Bowl era that a running back comes back the next season and is yeah. anywhere close as effective. So well, I watch, also I, I'm he, for him he, so, talk about getting tackled. He gets tackled a lot in the months of September and October. He seems to turn <laughs> it so on true. in November. And then, uh, you know, when teams are trying their hardest, uh, good for you, Ryan Tannehill. Um, all right, let's switch to baseball. It's all just right. bad news all around. I'm a Mets fan. Tucked the first two against the Red Sox. Just, we're exposing them. Like, God, oh, they're putting it on the tee for us. The Red Sox starting pitching is awful. DeGrom takes the hill. This poor bastard, Dave. He's going to have 75 wins, and uh, and and he's going to be the only starting pitcher with 75 wins in the Hall of Fame. Like, he's going to go 3-7 and seven with a, a, a .6 whip, and they just don't hit for him. How upset would you be if you – I mean, this is the equivalent of offensive linemen just never blocking for a quarterback. Wouldn't you be flipping out in the locker room, in the clubhouse? Enough is enough already. Well, it's every fine, time Well, out. he did. I was watching on Wednesday night when he did shout down the catcher for that yeah. pass ball that uh, scored a run. Or no, sure. I think they what they scored a wild pitch. He definitely should have grabbed that one. But uh, but either way, yeah, finally he laid into him. I ca I, I was trying to think about it. In fact, and uh, maybe by next week I'll cook up the correct answer. Has anyone been had such a pox on him with his own team? I mean, like people always talk about Archie Manning. Oh, he should be in the Hall of Fame, but he was never on a good team. Yeah, go yeah. ahead and look at watch Archie play. He was very good. He don't don't think yeah. he needs to be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, but yeah, right. um, Steve Carlton had the one crazy year with what was it, twenty seven wins or whatever it was on that bum Cardinals team. Right. Um, but I I can't. I mean, this is this is getting crazy now. This, how many yeah. years in a row is this going to happen to the guy? It's outrageous. I don't know what he did to these players, but they or maybe there's a sense of ah, we don't have to try as much. We don't have to hit. But all uh, the pitches at Conforto, Conforto's killing us. Diaz is killing us. The same guys every single night, night after night, swinging a two and zero pitches a, a foot out of the strike zone with the bases loaded. Um, so that's my Mets right there. Right there, they could have won three out of four, maybe even I, all well, four. Yeah, go ahead. I just think, um, first of all, that uh, after your successful, after your eighty six Mets, um, thirty for thirty is a yeah. success. Maybe, maybe you could investigate what's up with the Grom and why everybody has it in for him in, in the Metropolitan's yeah. clubhouse. Cause there's something afoot there. I, it doesn't make sense. They never hit for him. It's getting yeah. a little shady. I and tweeted, I'm starting to look I, at the Grom. Uh, I said, what did he just sleep with every batter's mother, sister, girlfriend, wife? Like, I don't, I don't know what <laughs> it, it just does not make any sense. Another thing. I hope that so. Cause that would be funny. <laughs> yeah, good. Let that come out. I mean, there's enough nonsense in baseball. And this, I think, is at the top of the list. You know, the Phillies, they canceled all activities, Citizens Bank Park, including a weekend series against the Blue Jays. Two personnel members tested positive for Corona. One, a member of the coaching staff. The second, a member of the home clubhouse staff. I don't know. I just, I, I guess this is how you have to do it. This is the protocol. You got to nip it in the bud, but I definitely would not have been this excited about baseball coming back. If I knew seasons were going to get paused, if the freaking Philly fanatic caught COVID-19, right? Like this is, we're definitely, and, and I'm looking at it through the lens of football. Like this should yep, be that's easier exactly right. than football. That's why I'm getting nervous here. These guys stand apart. They're not flying all over each other. 
um, you know, hard contact for 60 minutes and they can't get even get it done because of the traveling. What do you, what do you feel? Are we um, overly protective here? No, I think you're exact. I think that's for me. If uh, full disclosure, mm-hmm. baseball for me is now fourth on the uh, of the four professional sports in terms of my day to day engagement with it. Um, and uh, but yeah, my my concern is how this is going to apply to pro football. What we've learned is if you bubble these guys, okay, you have a you have a fighting chance when right. they're allowed to play it loose a little bit like this. Why is it? But I am there. Here it is. Now, this is our third show. This is my first trip on the show up to Mount Pius. I'm oh, not going to live there. You you know, I don't live up there. You know, I would never buy up there. Well, that's not, the that's COVID not a place rate is, is pretty low up there. I mean, maybe, yeah, right? it is. Yeah. Well, yeah, because yeah. they 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 sit up high, uh, up on high and they gotcha. look down at all the rest of us in, in, uh, on planet Earth. But okay. I'm going to go up to Mount Pius very quickly. Here he goes. Listen, it's, it's, it's five months. Behave yourselves. Can't yeah. you, you're professional athletes and you're making a lot of money. I don't care what you do with during the national anthem. I'm not weighing in on that. I don't care. about. just behave yourselves sufficiently so that we can see a completed season. And Wouldn't don't just do nice? it for us. Do it for you. It's going to be weird if, if the season gets canceled because of something you did. It is kind of like what Mike Tomlin said today. What I, I don't have the exact quote, but basically one guy screws up. The whole thing goes down. We can't have that. Come right. on, everybody behave. And Come on, let's it, rally it, it, together for the U.S. of A. And let's all behave and, uh, and and stay where we're supposed to stay. And I'm talking to you, professional athletes. Uh, you brought a tear to my eye, I think. Either that or I'm dying from uh, overstuffing on a, on a <laughs> deep dish pizza. I'm not sure what's going on here. Major League Baseball is adjusting on the fly, to their credit, seven inning double headers. Did you hear this for the end of the season? Yeah. Now it's got, we're talking like women's softball now. I guess that's fine, but what's it going to be? Is it going to be five inning triple headers and three inning quadruple headers? Or maybe at, at some point it'll be, you know what? Your fastest player, our fastest player, whoever, run to first. Whoever makes it there gets the win. Maybe <laughs> lay, who lays down the prettiest bunt. That's that's the winner right there. What is going to happen here? What can we do? That's exactly right. Yes, I, that's exactly what I thought. We're going to keep boiling it down until it's either a home run derby. But I like your idea. I think it's um, the Korean Professional League where they where oh, instead right. of a home run contest, they do actually have the bunt contest uh, during cool. their All-Star Week. I don't yeah. care which one it is, but that is <laughs> where this thing is headed. And, and if we're going to do Little League rules, then it would be nice if the game was punctuated by one of the players' moms bringing out some Toll House bars. But only oh, for one true. side. I mean, but yeah, it, it's really getting very <laughs> silly already. I mean, we're not a week in and this is yeah. already uh, it's so, getting a little ridiculous. Seven so, inning games. <laughs> well, someone who's not playing any innings is our guy, Mike Trout. Um, and I don't, I don't blame him. I don't begrudge any player who's going to sit out the season for paternity leave. Obviously I hope the pregnancy goes great, but I also wish I would have known about this and I had a little heads up, but I wish I would have. His last statement was like, I think I'm going to try this. I think this is going to work. And that inspired me to bet a substantial amount of money on the angels to win the AL West at plus seven (laughs) fifty, which all of a sudden is not looking very strong, Dave, I I will say. And the only thing I ask of Mike Trout is you're going to get a lot of baby gifts. You're going to get a lot of, you know, things sent to you in, in connection with the birth. I want a diaper genie out of it. I do. I don't know what I'm going to do with it, but I need so- I need something. I'm not asking for the full refund of uh, the money I put up in this losing bet, but send me a diaper genie. What the hell do you need it? You could get your own 
you're gonna get one sent your way. I'll figure out a use for it. Is this, is, are you are no? Are you telling us right now that uh, with with uh, with your wife and kids out of the house that you're diapered right now? <laughs> it would help. It would definitely. Yeah. <laughs> well, who I'm do not you have get to up and show to? you. <laughs> that's true. You're the you're Lord right. of the Manor now. You you're will, right. That's that. <laughs> Keep your diaper, Jeannie Trout. Thanks for nothing. <laughs> I uh, feel duped too. I, uh, <laughs> uh, he's the cornerstone and has been for many moons of my uh, my MLB dynasty team. And it was a oh. real decision like a week and a half ago. Uh, you know, my friend, the hog. He sure. said, uh, you know, he's like, where's your keepers? I need your keepers. All right. I said, I'm going to wait until there until 20 seconds before the draft starts. That's when you'll get my keepers. Right. And it looked like Trout was going to play. So I kept him. He's the best player in baseball. And mm-hmm. now I'm stuck with him. So I, I, I'm not happy either. <laughs> We're talking fantasy here. And I get I, we've not discussed this yet. This is show number three. It's uh, surprising that this hasn't come up. We are in a, a fantasy league. It is a dif- dysfunctional league. It, it starts off. good. I don't even want to say it starts off good. The the back and forth and the vitriol and the anger and the and the, it gets really, really mean spirited, really, really early on. Um mm. Our West Coast fantasy draft, John Hamm is in it, Bill Simmons, our friend Brad is in it, our friend Kevin Hench. Uh, who am I missing? The Dutch Mook is in there. There's a, well, there's a whole bunch of uh, misfits. <clears throat> our friend Dan Dratch. You won this league. The, the idea of the league is there's 11 teams. This was my idea. Instead of going to 12 teams, I was like, nah, we have 11. Let's stick with 11. And everybody gets kicked out every year. One team gets kicked out every year. And the team, the owner who wins the league, gets to do the kicking out, but not until the day of the draft. So you win this thing in January. There's a nice banquet at Shakey's. And then you, and I say you because it's you, Dave, you hold the cards from January to December, mm-hmm. uh, September at the draft, and you get to kick somebody out. Good for you. Yeah, well, thank you. Well, yeah, you're you're more gracious than you were when I won my uh, my second title <laughs> in three years. And, you know, I don't know if we want to bring on an expert to to break this down, what what what's in a name and all that dynasty yeah. it's been thrown around some mm-hmm. two out of three years i get it um i i we're, we're just out we're, we're focusing on 2020 right now mm-hmm. um we're not gonna we're not gonna you know 2019 it was oh, a great year it was it was a really good year but you know what we're on to 2020 now um yeah it's it, it it's really one it really highlights uh who cousin sal is because people from afar will say like what kind of cockamamie, a horrible thing is that to do? You kick somebody mm-hmm. out of the league. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, and I say it, it is, I, I, and I don't enjoy it at all because I'm a man of peace. Oh, I'm you not, like I, it fine. You like it fine. It's I'm fun. a man it's of fun. peace. <laughs> well, I like it. I like it better when I'm in this seat yeah. than uh, waiting to see if I'm going to be the one who gets kicked out. We, we really do. <laughs> we have like about a month now. Oh, it's really closer than, I guess and, so. Uh, what are we going to do? Are we going to do it like this on a Zoom for to, to 12 of us and then someone goes away? I don't know. Is that or can we get in a, outside a cafe or something? I guess. I don't know do how we can do this because you can't taint the result. Um, but mm-hmm. are you going to lay odds? Um, are you are you going to set out the odds in advance of um, if you had to say? Where where's the uh, where's the the sharp money right now on who's on whose head's going to be on the chop? Uh, I think bucket? you uh, I, mean, I, I, I see if I analyze <laughs> this, I'm going to put my well, why would I say anything? I'm not saying anything. No, I'm not. I'm not uh, putting I'll, a target. on You myself do. Here. You have to admit you have to admit that <laughs> a week 
into this show if I kicked you out in a month from now. That would be pretty funny. Really funny. Really <laughs> damn funny. I agree. <laughs> right up there with you unionizing the employees, I would say. <laughs> that would be good. I don't know what that's about, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> Jim now, Cunningham. Now you've brought... <laughs> Jim Cunningham, you. I want you to. Uh, I want you to decide here. What kind of punishment should we dole out for somebody who wins the trophy, leaves it in his car, claims the car was totaled, <laughs> and is like, "I think it was in the trunk of my totaled car." I don't know. Um, what do you do this trophy this is not just a trophy it is just a trophy but it's also been in the league for 25 years it predates our existence right. i remember <laughs> hearing about it so forever. there's some sentimentality <laughs> i mean it would be a nice wrinkle yeah. to have the person who lost it be the person who's out of the league for that year that season yeah yeah. It would it would wow, be a nice wrinkle, but that that's that person is the same person who is kicking. No, that's out what I mean. He loses so that unless power. he wants to kick himself out. <laughs> He's just out. Oh, I see. I see. I see. Somebody else. Don't you it. see? Don't you see? You hear in the <laughs> in the Super Bowl winning locker room, the coach always gets up there and makes the ridiculous statement. He's like, "Hey, you know what? You guys have won a Super Bowl ring, and let me tell you something: no one can ever take that ring away." Hey, coach. Yeah, you can take the ring away. In fact, some guys have have uh, sold it <laughs> off at a pawn shop. Right. Um, yeah, it's it's the it's the honor, it's the victory, the glory of the moment that 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 lasts eternal. Right. And and that's and that's the message to you. How this, this silly glorious! Trophy. I'm not in here for hardware. The, you know, a, a glorious moment when your car got cracked up and uh, along with the, when the trophy. All right. <laughs> I'm a, very sad. That's the thing. You know what? I know that it's see. I I understand why. It's confusing and vexing and bemusing for you and everybody else, but because of my dominance in the league. But I, but at the end of the day, I'm just a guy. I'm just a human being. I make okay. mistakes. Flesh right. and blood. Well, don't make a mistake here because it's time for our best bets. We're going to do this Friday, going into the weekend. You could pick anything, and like you said, so it's a uh, Barney's Beanery menu of uh, just deliciousness. I mean, that's a, uh, a local joke, but. Trust me, that's an extensive. I should have said, I'll say Cheesecake Man Factory. That's the that's the one everyone recognizes. But what are you going to do? There's baseball. There's hockey. There's basketball. There's NASCAR. There's uh, English Premier Soccer. There's a big game coming up. And uh, what what am I missing? You tell me what I'm missing. The fact that as opposed to a lot of these weekends when it's like, oh, wow, there's a look at all the, the variety. Most of the time in the 21st century, these games start later in the day mm -hmm. on the West coast. You'll wake up. There's going to be, there's going to be NHL. There's going to be NBA base. It's going to be so wall good. to wall. There's going to be like 12 or 13 hours on Saturday and Sunday. And good. it's not going to be just college basketball games. It's going to be at minimum. Like you say, three sports in any given time. To good. Oh. good. They owe us. They owe us. Yes. They roll do. them out. Let's see it. So what's your best bet for the weekend? Um, in honor of the show being called extra points, Sal, and, uh, mm -hmm. with our, with our virgin run here, I'm going to go for two as we head oh, into the weekend here. I like it. I like the nuggets, um, giving a point and a half to the heat on Saturday morning, our time, the nuggets now because of the Clippers loss are that much closer to the second spot. Um, and, uh, mm -hmm. and, and, you know, they're not certainly, I mean, worst case for them is not the three spot. They're, they're certainly capable of dropping back to four. They don't want to do that. So they're right. incented to win there. Um, I'll take the Nuggets. And if the Nuggets win that one, 
watch the Clippers turn right back around because then they'll need to, to take that game. And oh. uh, so you might want to take that. And I think right now, um, last I saw, they were given four on Saturday. Okay. And then the other one, I'm going to take on a flyer here, not the Philadelphia Flyers, but <laughs> as we start the NHL playoffs, I'll, pl- I'll take the Jackets who pulled the big upset in the first round last year um, in Toronto in the first game against the Leafs who have all the pressure in the world. If you're, if you're an Americano and don't follow NHL, I mean, that's the epicenter of hockey and those Leafs always have a ton of pressure on them come, uh, come playoff time. So game one, I think the jackets go in there plus uh, 130. I say, take uh, Columbus. All right. So I'm going to, I part, that's a parlay. Do you say take them separately or parlay them? You're going I, for I'm two. I'm looking here. at them separate. You want me to parlay them? If you no, want to no, do no. that, if you want to no, have no. fun, let's do it. Well, I'm, I'm taking them separately. I'm taking them separately. You could take them yeah. separately if you want to parlay them. That pays plus 350. That's a tidy sum. Pretty good weekend, you know, to get out there. Um, I'm going NASCAR here. Foxwood. Oh, Foxwood Casino. It's this is called the Foxwood 300. This is a casino. I don't think they're driving around the casino itself, but it makes sense to bet on this race that is coming. I guess it's happening outside the casino. Kevin Harvick who's won back-to-back years on this course, three of the last five. He's plus 425. He's got top five finishes, seven in a row. So however you want to watch NASCAR, I like to watch the last seven laps because you'll catch like four cautions and you'll still get to witness 25, 30 minutes and still not know why your uh, guy didn't pit or did pit or change one tire instead of three. But there you go. Kevin Harvick, that's my pick, plus 425 to win the Foxwoods 300. So what do we do now? Look, at that, look at that. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, you got to spread I love, it around. No, I do. That's going deep. Yeah, I like that's it. A good, that's a good one. I would like it, though, you said uh, around the casino or outside. It would be yeah. fun if they would have one inside a casino. You know? Yeah, right. I think that yeah. may just be something something different to watch. But I feel um, like yeah. fewer people in the casino and the slot machines mm-hmm. spaced out. You know, this was a laughable notion uh, in February, and it still is. No, yeah, no, it still is. To, <laughs> Jim Cunningham, <laughs> there's no way uh, you have a best bet, right? Or do you have any parting words? Little Jimmy's 100% guaranteed lock of the week is that I won't be watching NASCAR. Sure. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> that's fair enough, but I don't think people could bet that. I know that that's good enough as a joke. All right, that's it. We're heading into the weekend. That was our first week of shows, Dave. I think we're, I think we're doing okay. Muzzle tough, Sal. Great uh, first week. Success. Fun. Yeah. Know, looking forward to even brighter days ahead. And, uh, and uh, you know, thanks for having me. And By the can't way. Wait. Yeah. No. Aug- before- August oh. awesomeness. That's what we got. Uh, wait, August awesomeness is here, Sal. Get it really behind is. it, you see. It really is. July was gonna a little a rough. Month. I know uh, people are struggling out there, but sports is going to be right there for us, at least for a little bit. Hey, I want to help out our friend Super 70 Sports. I wanted to mention him. Some uh, asshole hacked him. I don't even know if he wants us to follow at the new site. I guess so, right? Um, it seems like him. for the time being, yeah. He's uh, he's great. Uh, how do you explain it? While I look up his account, Dave, how do you? I mean, he's good for five or six big time laughs a day, right? This is on Twitter. Um, I'm trying. Yeah, he he has a voice. He has this uh, faux um, kind of uh, aggro voice, I guess, a little bit. Uh, you know, but it, but it, it it's a little bit of a put on. Um, yeah. He, you know, what he is, he's a master 
with uh, with four letter words, you know, a- in the written form too. You know, he really he's good. At, he, yeah, but when that's, he that's when he drops an F, that's no, I just mean justice. he's really clever yeah. in in his phrasing and yes, where he yeah. drops those in. They they really punctuate. Yeah, and, uh, but and he's better than Andrew out. Dice Clay, right? Like he's better. No, yeah, right. Yeah, I don't want to marginalize him. Yeah, you're absolutely right about that. Yes. Uh, at Super Seventies Sports One, the number one. That's where he is now. He's got thirteen thousand followers. He lost about four hundred thousand followers. Trust me. Go to. Um, I don't even know what you would see. You can't even see his old post right now. Ah, oh, damn it. All right. Hopefully he gets it back. I Who think they'll Jack? fix that. Yeah. Who runs Twitter? Jack at Jack or something? Yes. Yeah, this, at this, Jack. This is a this is a hidden gem. Not not so hidden, but um, really he should have millions and millions of followers. Super seventy sports. Um, one is where he is right now. Dave, uh, have a safe and uh, pl- you're going to park yourself in front of the TV. We might have a surprise oh. um, co-host on Monday. We might not. Who knows? We'll Ooh. see. We'll see what happens with this kind of thing. See, that's exciting too. I'm just trying to stay focused on Saturday and Sunday though for now. I'm going to enjoy that as much as possible and we'll see what comes out on the other side. All right, there you go. For uh, Dave And I don't want to see what comes out. I don't want to see what comes out the other side after the wings and pizza, but that's <laughs> That's why I that, get That's out yours of here. and Mike Trout's problem. Yeah, that's Mike <laughs> Trout's problem. So, all right. We'll see you Monday. 